0: good good evening
1: Ram's always good to be here
0: thank you to have you here it's always wonderful to have you here let's uh let's let's start at the top you know i I just wanted to 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 define an investor as opposed to a funder mm. so that we we then help our listeners to understand the difference upfront
1: cool so so Rams there's a number of ways that you can fund a business one is through taking a loan which is debt yeah and generally you can take that through the banks, if they provide that funding, there's the uh, specialised funders who specialise in more risky uh, lending. Um, very often they require some sort of collateral as a basis, or you to uh, uh, submit uh, the the contracts, or, or uh, they they require security at some level for for their money. Yeah. The other way that you you can uh, get. Funding for your business for growth is through an investor who takes actually equity or shares in your business, and that is a slightly different. And that equity can either take the form of um, equity and a loan or equity alone. Yeah. So um, the, you still have options when, within that, and depending where you are in in your life cycle, different types of investors will come in. Very often. Um, your venture capitalists come in very, uh, in a very early stage when you 've just come up with the the idea and they take a, a, a punt on you. Your private equity guys come in a little bit later, yeah. and then your big sort of investment firms who 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 want to take you to into a listing or whatever come much later on in the journey so even within the investor the, uh, the investor world or the ecosystem there 's different people you should approach at different times. And when you go to an investor, what's very important is that you understand what your investor's flavor is. In other words, don't go to somebody who invests in, for example, manufacturing businesses when you're in the ICT space. You have to understand what they want, uh, understand how they operate, understand what is success for them in terms of what returns they want, Mm -hmm. and understand uh, how they operate, if they want control, if they don't want control, and things like that. Great. Great. Uh, let me just remind you, dear listeners,
0: you can join us in this conversation. Please go call in 08911-03377 uh, uh, or tweet us at RamsByTheHorns. And you can tag
1: Alon at... Re- uh, Rays uh, what, do You want my, my your, your, uh, Twitter. Your, oh, uh, whichever, like, whichever one you choose. Uh, Alon Rays. A-double-L-O-N-R-A-I-Z. Alon Rays.
0: Great. So let's get down to it. What are they looking for? What are these investors looking for? How do they choose me as somebody to invest
1: in? So I'm gonna I'm gonna speak about the earlier stage because yeah. that's the, the stage I love the most. It's the place where uh, uh, I suppose many of your your listeners are, are at is we're starting businesses and we can't find that funding, that so called elusive funding yeah. out there. No one wants to lend us money. And and very often and I've spoken on your show before that the first thing we have to get right is a compelling economic right to exist. We've dealt with that on your show before. Yeah. But I want to talk about it at a different level because what what I think what you don't see behind the veil of the investor is what happens um <clears throat> whilst you're asking for money, what's happening in the background. Mm. So the first and the most important thing is are you honest? And um you know, um, I work with a number of investors, and, and we, we I'll get a call from one of them and say, "Have you heard of this guy called Rams? You know, yeah. Do you know him?" And, and I'll say, "I don't know him, but I know who who I know somebody who knows him." And I quickly WhatsApp them, and I say, "Good, bad, or ugly?" You know, quickly, and I will yeah. get a response: "Don't touch," you know, or. or, or great guy or so you look for within the, the the ecosystem the investor ecosystem people are looking to ensure what is your reputation yeah. and if that if that is right and why that's important is because many entrepreneurs make the mistake of thinking that if they are too clever and they can sort of do in somebody and make some quick money that that that's that's a clever thing to do but v- most often that really tarnishes your reputation and even if 5 years or 10 years later you're wanting to now to find an investor and you've remedied your ways you've you've uh, seen the light and you've you've uh, you've come you've become straight again yeah yeah unfortunately your your brand is tarnished mm. so your mm. your reputation is critical to keep honest and even in a breakup with a, with a, another partner as long as you act with integrity, your brand remains clean. So that's the number one thing that that investors are looking for: is can I trust the him or her, the person that I'm in, investing in?
0: And that is absolutely critical. Yeah.
1: Wow. Okay. It it, it does, if if the answer is no, you don't move beyond that. And I can tell you, I can show you uh, WhatsApps here where I could just get names, just a name and. Uh, it's a GBU just GBU uh, question mark good bad ugly you know like simple as that simple as that and then I'll research in my uh, my network and it comes back you know whatever and I do the same in that network so you're looking to ensure that your brand your reputation is is crystal clean what else Uh, I I suppose the other thing that they would be
0: looking for is uh, whether I I put my uh, my pound of flesh into it
1: yeah So you also don't want uh, a lazy so-and-so to be uh, using your money. Yes. So investors, when they are speaking to you, will want some sort of understanding of how hard you work because they don't want you now, you take the money and then you take the money to buy the car and then you go and sit by the pool or go to the beach and and, uh, have a good time. They, they want to ensure that you're hard working, So it's very important. And once again, that's also part of what they're looking for is are they honest and do they work mm. hard? Because if you, as an investor, uh, invest in, in Rams and he's honest and he works hard and he loses the money, it's okay. In, in fact, investors will reinvest uh, on that really? uh, totally, one hundred percent. I have done that. Other investors have done that t- to me. When at my story, I failed. Matthew, f- I yeah, told you that I, story. I love before. your story. Love my your my story. investor rein- reinvested in me after I failed. But because I failed whilst working hard, and I failed honestly. If you if you know, I didn't fail by by not being you know present uh, while I was trying to get it d- done. So uh, investors, as long as you're working hard and you're honest. The, 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 they are more likely to reinvest in you again. What is the definition
0: of working hard? And, uh, you know, I, and I'm not being facetious here. If if uh, does it mean being in the office uh, at, at at five in the morning and leaving at eight p.m. or does it mean out there chasing uh, potential
1: customers? To to me, uh, to you know, you you're speaking to me. I've got a. A work ethic. My, I learned that from some... My, I watched my parents... I'm hoping my children see that in me. Yeah. So to me, a, a work ethic is somebody who's prepared to do whatever it takes to complete the job and get it done. It's certainly not an eight-to-fiver. It's certainly somebody who says, I don't work in the week- on the weekend. And it's definitely 1,000% not somebody who's looking for balance. When you're starting a business, there's no such thing <laughs> as balance. <laughs> so to me, it's somebody who's working very, very hard. And if we're talking about this, you know this whole debate around should you work hard or should you work smart? Yeah. I think you should work hard and smart, but work hard, because if you're working hard, you will fail enough times to get smarter and smarter and smarter. But if you don't work hard, you you get less opportunities to learn, less opportunities to fail, less opportunities to learn from that failure. And so you don't get the kind of experience to allow you to be smarter in in the long run. So it's very easy to say you should work smart, not hard. And sometimes I think that's... uh, a, a nice <coughs> saying for people who are, are are lazy and saying, you know, <laughs> I leave work at three because I'm working very smart. Interestingly, <laughs> though, your your third point
0: is that they want to find out if the uh, the potential person to invest in is smart.
1: Yes, yeah, and I'm not talking about book smart, uh, yeah. although that, and in some instances, it actually counts against you. I'll talk about that maybe a little bit more, because it's very interesting in different. If you look at uh, the research around entrepreneurship, there's there's two types of um, uh, economies. So in more in uh, the, in more advanced economies, the, uh, the so-called first world economies, the higher your level of education, the lower your entrepreneurial rate. Okay. That's very interesting there. And in developing countries, the higher your level of education, the higher your entrepreneurial rate. Mm. So so first of all, uh, so I'm not talking about education per se. So I'm looking at, I talk about street smarts, the person who can see opportunity, yeah. can spot spot the, the gaps. Those are the kinds of people you, you want to, to invest in. And in talking with them, you ask them how they got into the business. You're listening to how they sort of interpret their world and how they pick up opportunity. You also ask them about some of the obstacles that they've over, overcome, yeah. how they overcome, and how they, they actually resolve those problems. How they, you know, Are these problem solvers? Are these positive people, are they quite push? When they come up against an obstacle, are they able to find a way around it, through it, under it, or whatever the case mm. may be? So you're looking for that as well.
0: Have you ever been looking for an investor uh, have you ever spoken to a potential investor? What kind of feedback did you get from them? Did you get successful? Why do you think you got? Uh, why do you think you got successful, or why do you think you failed? I think most of us failed to get these investors to invest in us and our businesses Do talk to us. Uh, let's hear what our coach Alondres can advise you uh, with on zero eight nine double one zero double three double seven. You don't have to have had that experience. You can also call us because you want to go out and look for investors and you want to ask a few questions. How to prepare yourself? Uh, how to look in the mirror and look like an investable human being or an investable business? Alone, I always ask myself the one biggest question about investors and I'm going to get actually very personal. Mm. Somebody asked me to invest in their business and I said to them, well, I'm keen, but I'm going to take majority stake in your business mm. uh, because I keep my hands in the till. Mm. So I don't get involved in anything where I don't have total control. Mm. But I'll give you one guarantee. Once this business does well and we're happy, you can buy me out and we can continue with your business. Mm. And they thought that was a turn-off. Was I unreasonable?
1: Rams is different types of investors um, and some people want control, some people don't want control. Yeah. So... The majority of people that I um, have come across uh, do want control. They want that 51% plus, and that is to ensure that their money is safe. And that's what you're trying to guarantee is that there is um, a a level of control that you have over the risk that you are taking. That's really the nutshell of what's going on. Yeah. I have I have a slightly different view. I don't take majority. I take 30 to 50%. I yeah. never take 51% because my mental model is that they are the entrepreneur. They are the people who are there day to day. And if I've made the mistake in choosing them, I need to des- deserve to pay the price. So I'll put all sorts of contractual uh, mitigants in place. I'm yeah. not stupid. So I'd put the mitigants in place. And certainly if I lend money, I will take s- some sort of surety around that but um for me it's a psychological thing, but I do not by any means um f- believe that taking a majority is the wrong way it's yes. just there's different strokes for different folks, yes, my mentor who you know who I speak about often never took fifty one percent in me and so I, I find it very difficult to take uh, to take uh, f- uh more than fifty percent i have i have taken more than fifty percent yeah um but it's, it's by, there's other mitigating circ- circumstances because there's some other reason why there's far more risk in that context. I'm taking way more risk than, than the other individual. But if you look at those deals, it will always normalize back down to 50%.
0: Yeah. And then you say the fourth point is that they want to find out if uh, the person they're investing in is, um, is ambitious.
1: Yeah. So So investors don't, well certainly the ones that i know don't like to invest in mom and pop operations yeah you know where it's uh, somebody just uh, making sandwiches and supplying you know the local community they look for people where they can scale their cash where they're looking for environments where they you know if, if no matter what it is that they can take it from x to 10x from from one shop to 10 shops from uh, you know, a thousand units to ten thousand units or a million units. Yeah. They're looking for that kind of scale. So very often, uh, entrepreneurs make—I I, think—they make two mistakes. The one is they—they—they they, they talk about world domination, okay, and they, and then you ask the entrepreneur, "Well, what have you done?" And they've done absolutely nothing. Yeah. So then it becomes unbelievable, and. The other is that they, they become too humble and they speak, no, I, I just want to get this right, yeah. and they're too yeah. humble. And you go, well, uh, you know, if I put my money in the bank, I'm going to get seven, 7% seven or 8% in the bank. Why should I, uh, t- uh, without any risk, why should I take a risk uh, on this? So you f- have to find, you have to be that ambitious person who's prepared to scale your business before yeah. you go to invest it. If you're not uh, somebody who wants to scale, because not everyone wants to scale, then a better option for you, I think, would be to go and get uh, debt uh, debt, uh, funding, i.e. a loan. Is there
0: a risk of being over-ambitious? Somebody saying to the investor, you know, I've been selling 100 units a month for the last two years. And, you know, if you came into my business, I'm sure you're going to get to a million a month.
1: Yeah, so it's a great question and something I've been dealing with right now. I've just written um, uh, an article around this. It hasn't come out yet, but it's going to come out because, uh, you know, I went to go and see my my, uh, mentor comes to South Africa a couple of times a year and I spent uh, two Saturdays ago uh, with him. And we're talking about this concept of, of exponential growth. Yeah. So there's two ways that you can do that. The one way is that you go and buy up everything, right? The problem is when you go and buy up everything, you think it's exponential growth, but in fact it's actually linear growth because you buy, you go and buy one, and then another one, and another one, and you go very fast. The problem with that is you don't lock down the ability to make sure that every time you buy or build your next unit, that you actually that unit is actually working and producing cash. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you grow. In a different way where you grow um, by getting one thing right, then doing it a second time and making sure you do it in half the time and then doing it the third time and doing it in a third the time, you start to get this curve, this exponential uh, growth. So very often people think that growth comes from buying and moving fast. But it is always very often. It's always at the cost of doing it properly. So by doing it properly the first time, and then shortening the period by which you do it properly the second time, you actually that's the route to get exponential growth. It's a very different way of thinking. Zero eight nine double one zero
0: double three double seven is the number to dial. I'm sorry, we missed one or two of your calls. Uh, to and cross in this conversation. Myself, I'm not sure if this question belongs to you. Or our next case, but I'm going to ask you the same question. I have 170 he- hectares of land and want to do poultry and crops. We need money to do this. How can we get this? I think this probably suited for our next
1: case. But yes. do you want to take a step? <laughs> um, I know nothing about poultry. I know nothing <laughs> about farming, <laughs> but uh, I'll take a stab. But you that, know something uh, about funding? Yeah. So to me, the the thing is, I want to is the wrong is the wrong way to put it. Yeah. Is that what, what the question needs to be is that we have a certain amount of experience in doing this at X scale. Yeah. And we want to then increase the scale to yeah. to to Y scale. So so if you po- if you present the, the, the question in a different way, you'll get a different response to it. Because one shows that I've had experience in doing this. Yeah. I just want to make it a lot bigger. Yes. And here's the economics around it. The other says I want to you know, yeah. Have a poultry farm with 170. And I'm probably in. sitting
0: somewhere working for somebody else, and I've yes. got this land, and I just yes. want. To Where's
1: the experience? Yeah,
0: yeah. Okay, but but uh, uh, don't worry, mate. We'll get a funder to to answer you mm-hmm. later, <laughs> <laughs> and we'll get to that zero eight nine double one zero double three double seven. So we're taking the calls uh, alone. You never can escape here without people calling you. Cool. Tabo, Good evening.
2: Good evening. How are you say?
0: We well. Thank you. How can we good help good. you?
2: Yes, I'm speaking with Tabo here from VoxTech. Mm. Yes, uh, I just want to ask the question, uh, uh, the uh, understanding there about uh, this thing of investment. Uh, I heard you talking about different kind of investments. So there is this investment of people that would like to take control uh, on the business, but then that person again uh he's having, he's not doing it on a proper way. Let's say you are a a black economic empowerment, you are a black ownership, fully black ownership, and then there's someone here coming in as an investor, but knowing he is not the investor in the company, but he's getting something out of the company. Uh, Some of the people, those ones, they're taking advantage of people who are uh, are not educated when coming to these things of business. So... The kind of this thing, uh, how do you work
1: it out?
0: Hmm. Are you okay? Do you have a follow-up uh, a
1: question? Uh, Anything alone? Uh, uh, yeah. So, so is the question is uh, from the high table? Um, is the question uh, that what should the investee do in order to make sure that they don't take they're not taken advantage of? Is that what you're asking?
2: Yes. And the other thing is this thing of triple D-E-E, of. Yes. Uh, the government, once they find out some some of the people that are not the owners of the company, is we're talking about fronting. Yes, but a uh, lot of uh, 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 of people that they have invested in the company, especially, I can't mention of of, of the raised, uh, they find it that now the government is 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 turning as a as a criminal record. So uh, they turn down to to let the people. Uh, that person in the company, if they were partners, to be a 100% shareholder in the company, whereas they know that they also in that shares of the company, of the company, they own the 100%, they they own the company, they get into the company as the investors. But in the other way around, they are not the investors, they are
3: the owners of the company. We got your table,
0: we got your table. Please listen on the radio, we'll come back to him now. Over again, good evening.
3: Hello, Rams. how are you?
0: Good, mate. What's the I'm question? Good. I'm
3: good. Um, I just want to find out from the coach and good evening to listeners. Mm. I have a, I've created a, a, a financial uh, services product, if I may put it that way. Yeah. That my company, um, I need, I'm trying to get uh, a view from you guys how to get investors into buying my product. My product is, uh, my company mainly does uh, around Bitcoin and Bitcoin mining and such. But then trying to sell the concept to people who don't understand uh, the technology and how it works, that's the the main challenge. Even if I explain that, okay, this is how it works, it's not a, because normally people would think it's a push-push uh skin type of thing but basically what it does is the more speed you buy the more money you actually get back from your initial um investment mm, yeah. oh I'm, I'm i'm battling trying to okay get people to understand how it actually works but the my question is actually how do you sell what people can put it's intangible yes and the more you explain it, the more it becomes confusing. <laughs> you know that's. <laughs> okay. I, I, don't know if I, I come across.
0: I, I hear you, Oba King. We will come back to you also shortly. Rufus, good evening. How can we help you?
4: Good evening, How are you? Good. I'm fine, thank you. Uh, I want to ask you. Yeah. We could, could, uh, Hello,
0: can you hear me? Yeah. Speak, Rufus.
4: Yeah, so when I want to ask you, yeah, I've got a business plan here, yeah, just a problem, we didn't have money. So, there's a place here next to the a college in, in Springs, see. So, we wanted to to buy a house over there, so we we're looking for an investor, someone who can buy that house. And then, uh, it's up to him that he take, even, even he, can, I, can I go on to Zulu?
0: Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll help Alon to understand, continue in Zulu, Rufus.
4: Yes, mm-hmm. and then you create the student accommodation facility,
0: uh-huh.
4: and then the mix. because because the corner in and then they around like springs, and then the This area was the houses for rent. So those houses, the rent. Some of them, they even build them. Ah, i in not going to the
0: all right, um, all right. No, yes,
4: we had an idea, Lapo, with my partner Yes, So then the problem is the funding that we've been, really struggling, to, we've been struggling to get the funding.
0: I hear you. We hear you clearly, Rufus. We're going to take one last one, then respond to all of them. But that will be the last caller. Another, Tabo, good evening. Tabo? Hello. Mm.
3: Hello, hello. How are you, sir?
0: We're good, Tabo.
3: Sharp, sharp, man. Yeah, uh... Actually now, of course of course business idea is not into action at the moment
0: yeah,
3: so my problem is uh, it it's about farming actually uh, we had a cooperative, so you know people want money, but they don't want to put their efforts in you
1: see, mm.
3: so we failed in that one so i I thought is the the best way is to go along like uh Making
0: a PTY like, and now you you you're looking for investors. But what type of business is it?
3: Yeah, actually, uh, I wanted to do pigari and vegetable production. Like, okay. I don't want a big space of land.
0: Yeah, all right, all right, Tivos. Thank you very much for the question, <sighs>
1: Alon. All right, yeah. Let me try. Let me try and get through all of them. Yes. Um, for table one, uh, the um. The way, the way that I see it is that he needs to understand uh, what – he's talking about investors coming into into the business. Mm. And and the way that he's positioned it is if there's no control, that you have got no control yes. about what's going on. To me, as anyone who's got a, a business, needs to understand that you start off with 100% or if you're two partners, you're 50-50. If you want to bring in a third investor or second investor, it's you, it's you who is in control. It's yep. not that – that they are in control. And the fact that they have money, and by the way, some investors say that they have money, but they really don't have money. They either have other people's money and they have to go and convince other people, or they, they don't have money at all And trying to do a deal. So you still have the control. And you, as a, as an investor, need to take it like you're taking on a, a wife or a husband. Yeah. You're not going to just say, Ah, oh, you look nice, come, let's get married t- tonight. You, you could, is, that how, you d- is, is that
0: not how it works in not, marriage? Uh, well, oh. not, not, not where <laughs> I come from. Maybe, maybe where you come from, but not where I come
1: from. Um, but um, so, so, so to 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 me, it's it's about and uh, getting to know that individual, understanding their values, understanding what they bring, and talking about the fact that they might be fronting or they might be hiding under behind certain things. It's incumbent on you to actually work that out. So, I, I think that the big message for Table One is that. Is that you are in control? You got the power, and 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 you're not a victim in 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 this relationship. Oba King made uh, he 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 made a couple of very classical mistakes. The first is that he said, "I'm trying to sell my the investor my product." You don't in sell an investor a product. You sell an investor. A, a, a business concept and a return. Yeah, that's what you sell. Yes. So by him talking about his product, that you sell to to customers. Yes. You don't. Ins- that's a big mistake. When you're pitching to a cu- customer, you sell the product or the service. When you're selling to an investor, you're selling the Returns. opportunity and the return. Yeah. And that's the big difference. The second thing is that, um, he he, he talks about the fact that they don't understand. Well, first of all, it's important that he takes responsibility for explaining I was actually
0: problem. worried that if he can't explain it to uh, them, yeah, it, then there's a problem. There's he a must problem. be the one
1: able uh, to explain uh, it to anybody. Exactly. And, yeah. and, and, uh, and, uh uh, um, uh, well, if we we have time, I'll I'll explain more about that later. But uh, the, so he has to take responsibility for explaining, and then he has to take responsibility, as we said before, for finding the right type of investor who understands Bitcoin or understands, you know, the the this uh, cryptocurrency yeah. uh, environment. But maybe those guys, okay, know it so well, know it better perhaps, and he's afraid to go there. But let's not go there. Rufus said a couple of things that. Uh, um, and I, I think I understood even the Zulu there. Yeah, um, He spoke English Zulu. Yes, English yeah. Zulu. So I sort of got <laughs> that. Um, so um, the first thing that uh, he spoke about is that he's got a business plan. Yeah. I've written a book called Lose the Business Plan. You know that I don't <laughs> like business plans. So he spoke about the fact that he's got student accommodation and there's opportunities elsewhere. So the the, the problem here is that he's not expressing this in a way that an investor where's the opportunity and this is the most important thing yeah where's his value in it what value other than identifying the property does he bring yeah because once you've identified the property your value is over if you can't bring any other value in other words you can bring the clients ie the students or you bring the 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 building yeah. the builder or you build you know you you have to show your value and many people overestimate the the value of an idea an idea is not as valuable as we all think it is. It's the execution of an idea that's valuable. It's your value to execute that idea that's important. Ta- table, um two, uh, in terms of I have a business idea and the question about co-op or PTY. I mean, you're asking the wrong guy here because for me, I'm a definitely a PTY kind of guy. Yeah. Um, my experience around working with co-ops is that co-ops work when everyone is suffering. And and everyone's battling. And as soon as money is made, okay, everyone's fighting. Yeah. That's been my experience working in co-op. So I'm very for rather PT1 going it uh, uh, by himself. But what I would say to him is an investor is the wrong choice for him. It's rather a funder. It's normal to get loan yeah. versus a uh, versus So So Tabot,
0: st- uh, continue listening. We're going to be speaking to Zara in about 20 minutes who should help you with that part. But I'm, I want to ask you one last question. I've got one minute left. Mm. So you told us, uh, what investors are looking for in us, the entrepreneurs, What mm-hmm. we sh- in in one minute, what should we be looking for in investors? That's a great question.
1: So, so Rams, for, for me, you should, first of all, understand that you are sitting, though you don't feel like it, you need to come into the position that you're equal partners and you have to look for somebody you can partner with. So when you're sitting with them, you feel like a, a, a partner and equal at the table both of you bringing value to the table. So one might bring money and experience and networks. You bring the ability to actually execute. And even as an investor, I know that the people I invest in, they can, they can run those businesses. I can't run those businesses. So that's the value that they bring. Yeah. I bring some experience, some know-how, some networks, some money. And so we both sit as equals at, at, at the table. The second thing is you look from a common values hmm. if that person is is around is, is their values are different to yours don 't get involved no matter how lucrative it is and we 've got too many experiences in South Africa around that. The third thing is their their um, their timeline versus your timeline if they're wanting a quick return if they want to return in a year or two years, and you cannot give them the return that they want in that time. You're going to always be under pressure. So ask up front when do you, when do you want to exit? What is your return you expecting? Yeah. It's very important that you align around that. And lastly, is can you work with this individual not just from a values point of view, but can you have fun with these people? Yes, I I make the most money with people I have fun with because we laugh about things. When you make a mistake or I make a mistake, it's 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 just part of this journey that that we go on. So it's very important that you can have fun with the individuals that you partner with.
0: We can only bring you here once every six weeks or so. How do people follow you, so that yeah. when you're not here, they can yeah. still continue following this wisdom? Um, I've got
1: a Twitter account, which yeah. is Alon Reyes, uh, and uh, I tweet uh, virtually four or five times a week with some um, some information around uh, entrepreneurship, entrepreneurial ideas. It's a double It's A-double-L-O-N-R-A-I-Z. R-A-I-Z it's by He's Alon
0: Raising. he was the coach in class thank you very much always wonderful having you here thank you have a great evening